Hello, guys. Hi. This is the Witches, Magic, Murder, and Mystery podcast. Uh-huh. I'm Kara. I'm Megan. Mm-hmm. Hi. Hey. Kara's still pregnant. Oh my gosh, guys. <laughs> She's just getting bigger and bigger in there. Which is a good thing. Just squishy little cheeks. Uh, okay. So we're here with... We're here, we're here, we're here. A Kara episode. Yet. We got lots of... There's things to say. Pieces. First off, this episode will come out on the... 16th so this will kind of be old news but right we just learned about it so we're telling you so yeah. we all learned last week and we talked about it in the facebook group and on instagram oh, yeah, there's been that, so many posts about it yes that the boy in the box had been identified but all they told us then was like we have identified we him his, yeah and we're gonna have a press conference to tell you who he is mm-hmm. and then we had to wait <laughs> and then this to us they had the press conference today december 8th just to give you all an update on that boy in the box case, oh which I covered forever ago. I f- yeah. <laughs> it was a, a hot it was, minute ago. Yeah. I think it was last fall. Mm-hmm. Okay. So more than six decades after the badly bruised body of a young boy was found in a cardboard box in Philadelphia. And if you guys have not listened to that episode, you should. It's, yeah, go listen to it. It's one of the, I mean, it made me cry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every now and then there's some of these that get me and this one really got oh, me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But now he finally has a name. And if you guys remember mm-hmm. when we did that update a few weeks ago and it was like there was an arrest in the Delphi case and they had identified the Lady of the Dunes. And I said, okay, now all we need is to no, let's the identify the, the boy in the box. Yeah. And then here we go. the universe answered. And so, so here you go, Megan. It's pretty great. Yep. So his name is Joseph Augustus Zarelli. And he was newly four years old. <laughs> He likely died from blunt force trauma. So they identified him using genealogical DNA, which I'm just like, this is the greatest thing. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. I so, know people are like, I don't want to be in the system. Uh, no, but it might be so yeah. helpful. It's solving so many cold cases. Yeah. Basically, they tracked it down. They were able to figure out who his mom was. They found his birth certificate. And then they were able to figure out who his dad was. Both of his parents are dead so we're not going to get answers that way but the police did say investigators have their suspicions as to who may be responsible for zarelli's death the case remains an active criminal investigation that's wild so i mean many years later a missing persons report was never filed he's four years old like mm-hmm. of course they have their suspicions right this is all coming from the philadelphia Inquirer, by the way and they also are not releasing where Zarella's living family members live right? out of respect for them and their parents. Yeah, they don't want them to be harassed. And, of course, we should all let them do this investigation. Yeah. We don't know what happened. We don't know the circumstances. We don't need to be creeping on people and reaching out to them. Right. But what we do know is it's something really horrible. Yeah. This is a quote. In his very short life, it was apparent that this child experienced horrors that no one should mm-hmm. ever be subjected to. When people think about the boy in the box, a profound sadness is felt, not just because the child was murdered, but because his entire identity and his rightful claim to his own existence was taken away. So sad. But now he at he least has, has that back. And didn't the ta- isn't this the one where the town came together and like gave him... That headstone and stuff. And now they can put his name on it. Mm-hmm. They had left a blank spot on the yeah. headstone to put his name. And so now they're doing that. Joseph Augustus Zarelli. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that they've identified yeah. him. Yeah. 
And I'll be interested to see what they find out about who was responsible. Yeah. And who knew what. He had siblings, but I don't know that they ever knew about him. Right, right. Or that they ever knew what happened to him. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they were told a false story about what happened to him. I don't yep. know. But exactly. Who knows? So we'll find out. It's also possible. Who knows? We know that his biological parents are dead. But maybe he was in the care of someone else or foster family That's or adoptive true. parent. Like that, we don't know. So, again, let's be real careful about what we speculate about right, right now. Yeah, true. Okay. Okay. I just stumbled upon this when I was researching a couple other things. Mm-hmm. And it is the remains of a man missing since the 1960s, like early 1960s, were found in his own home's basement in the concrete walls. When were they found? Oh, years later. Lots of years later. I mean, were they found recently? 2012. And then he finally got a proper burial. Wow. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Found by his son and grandsons. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, George Carroll was an Army corporal in the Korean War. He was born in the early 30s. He married Dorothy uh, in 1952. They had their first kid, a girl named Patricia. And then they had another daughter, Jean, and then they had two boys. For four kids total? Four kids total. In 1955, he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy us a small cottage in a little isolated wooded area. We're going to call it Olive Street and Lake Grove, Long Island. And we're all going to move there. Mm. Family's like, great. Thanks, Dad. Let's do it. Yeah. So they do it. And around this time, the kids are 11, 9, 6, and 2. It's around, so some of the articles said 1961, some said 1963. Early 1960s. That's what, yeah. He vanishes. And the kids were like, where'd dad go? Mom said he just left and didn't come back. Don't ask. It's not important. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, (sighs) your kids, when's daddy coming home? Where's dad at? Have you heard from him? Don't worry like, about it. Can you imagine, like, the Don't older, worry about like, it. the 11 and 9-year-old being like, have you heard from dad? Mm. Like, can you just, like, oh, has my dad called today? Have you heard, like, have you seen anything about it? Like, just mom being like, mm, just stop talking about it. Let's not talk about it. He went for cigarettes and didn't come home. So. I'm going to reserve my comments till you're finished. But yeah. I have a lot. Yes. <laughs> Others in the family and friends of the family didn't really talk to the kids much about this when they were young. But as they got older, they were like, listen, there's some speculations that he may or may not be in the basement. What? Yeah, exactly. So. they There were people who kind of knew. <coughs> yeah. But they were like, but it's just hearsay. So we didn't want to like ruffle feathers or anything. Ruffle feathers, people. Yeah. Ruffle the Let's feathers. Tear the feathers off. <laughs> Rip the feathers away. Yeah. What do you mean? You uh-huh. don't want to ruffle feathers? Yeah. He was missing. Yeah. And we thought it would be better if you all just grew up thinking he that went your dad abandoned you because he didn't love you. Yeah. And that's what we thought would be the best thing. Mm-hmm. You're okay with that, right? It's, it's already like- done damage to your whole psyche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> but it's fine. It's a- it's fine. Um, but we didn't want to have that uncomfortable conversation. Right. <laughs> that would be really hard on us. We just couldn't handle it ourselves. 
So Michael, yeah, Michael, who was really young, who was one of the younger ones. I think he was two when dad went missing. He owns the property. He took over and everything. So he's like, huh. That's weird because my kids say they see ghosts and stuff. So I'm going to just, I don't know, for shits and giggles, I'm going to go talk to a psychic and see what happens. And the psychic's like, yeah, your dad died of blunt force trauma and he's in your basement. Oh, my God. And he's like, huh? I've heard that from other people, but what? So that also makes me wonder, this is a small town. What if the psychic had heard that in the past? I don't know. Like, she grew up with those family members and was like, I've been waiting to tell you this. As much as I fully believe that people can have, like, a sixth sense and can have that Uh psychic ability, for whatever reason, like, I totally believe in it. Right. And then every time it pops up in a story, I am so skeptical. Right. So I don't really know how to reconcile that. Yes, exactly. Other than, like, yep, fully believe in it. And also, every time this comes up, I'm like, "Mm -mm, Uh, no, there's there's something behind that. Mm -hmm. There's something weird here. Okay, so like I mentioned earlier, like some of the articles have like 61, some have 63, and here's why. So George, the deceased father or missing father, was still living at the residence on Olive Street address on June 20th, 1963, because he testified in negligence lawsuits naming him and his wife, Dorothy, as defendants, according to court papers that Fox News uncovered. He was accused of putting up a children's swing set that toppled over July 62, injuring a four-year-old child, which was his niece. So then uh, he owed, I guess, his sister-in-law. It was Dorothy's sister. So he owed his sister-in-law $4,700. And Okay, so his wife's sister's kid was playing on the the swing. Got hurt because the swing set wasn't properly. And then sued him for negligence. Those metal swing sets that just had like the A-frames and it was a pole and the swings. Those things would fly back and you would, I mean, go in so fast. We would purposefully try to swing high enough. To get it off the ground. And then it would terrify you. Yeah. 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 You'd feel that thump and you'd be like, yeah. Now listen, by we, I mean kids my age, not actually me because terrified of Mm -hmm. basically everything. Yeah. But. I yeah. saw it done. It was the days of the metal slide and the weird, like, spider web. It was the 80s. There was, it was like lawless. This. Yeah. So, okay. So, her kid, his niece, uh-huh. gets hurt on yep. the swing that he put up. Yep. And so, she sues him for negligence. Mm-hmm. Sues, sues both of them. Yeah. And In then, 1962. Yeah. So, he is supposed to pay her. Right. Okay. So, the son, he was like, listen, I wasn't aware of this lawsuit, but I really don't think this had anything to do with dad going missing. Like, why would my aunt and uncle come after my dad because of this lawsuit? Like, why would they kill him and put him in the basement? And also, my aunt and my mom remained friends years after that. It's not like my mom's sister's suing her and now they don't talk anymore. He was like, it just was what it was. And I'm guessing that they just wanted, like, the medical stuff paid for Mm -hmm. and whatever. But man, still, what an uncomfortable situation to be in with your sister. Exactly. So, for years, his kids spent forever trying to figure out. They consulted psychics, ghost hunters, and... Well, why didn't somebody just go dig up the basement? Yeah. So, he finally was like, okay. I I would not have been able to stand it. Yes. I wouldn't have waited years. I would have been like, what? Let's dig up the basement. I gotta know. Yeah. And he was like, you know, it's not, the basement thing isn't something, it didn't come up overnight. It's something that has been talked about 
for years. This is something we grew, as we grew up, you know, you heard multiple stories about. Okay, then somebody, as they're growing up, go dig his body up. How do you sleep in that house being like, my dad's dead body might be buried in the basement? Exactly. What? Yeah. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my hair cut, I still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all over mm-hmm. again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo, uh-huh. T-Y-M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now with products from $59.99 to top of the line straighteners. Each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh my we gosh. got a so straightener and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so right. handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting edge MCH anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes, and it pushes against the ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I've totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay, so I got the air hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally curly wavy hair so it was a huge game changer for me it dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny which i noticed immediately mm-hmm. i didn't even need to straighten it afterwards and usually i do because usually i have all those wild like curls left over yeah. the wind power on this thing is intense it's wild like i turned it up i was like let's play with these buttons okay so it has three magnetic styling attachments they're all amazing you know how some blow dryers you get are like if you go to a hotel and there's a diffuser and you're like oh my gosh this is like tearing my hair to pieces and it's gonna be so tangled not with this one nice and it's magnetic so it's great so right now you guys our listeners can get 30 percent off their first order at timobeauty.com t-y-m-o beauty.com Using the code WMM30. So that's just two M's. You guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to TYMOBeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. So Michael and his two adult sons, Christopher and Michael Jr., decide to excavate the basement in search of the remains. But it started to get really dangerous, so they had to stop for a little bit. And there are a couple articles that said Michael had a stroke, so the boys continued it. I guess that as long as the mother's still alive, maybe they didn't want to press mm-hmm. anything too yeah. hard. <sighs> Everybody's like, let's just let let's let's just let this lie. Oh, God. We don't want to ruffle any feathers. Fluff them up. <laughs> ruffle yeah. all the feathers. Yeah. So they hired a company with ground penetrating radar, and they were like. We we see some things. They do see some things. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you just want to take them through this? This is where you should dig. Just in this area right here. Wow. Mm. So they do, and about six to eight feet down below in the basement, they find a skeleton with blunt force trauma. Can you imagine? You have grown up and lived your whole life thinking mm-hmm. our dad abandoned us, mm-hmm. and he's literally been living in the house with you. I guess the alternative is if you're hearing these stories is either our dad, our dad abandoned us. Diet. Awful. Diet. I did it again. Didn't I? <laughs> A year later. 
Let's go see how I think it's been like two years later. A dad. A dad. Oh, that's a great callback if you've been listening forever. I love it. Okay. Our dad abandoned us. Mm-hmm. Awful. Yeah. Or. For cigarettes. Our mother. Killed my dad. And lied to us. Uh-huh. Also awful. Mm-hmm. Or my aunt and uncle killed my dad. But my mother, our mother knew about it. Right? And let them put him in the basement. Because nobody's going to find him there. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Michael was like, I'm not surprised by this discovery. And I really am hoping this is my dad so I can give him the proper, like, war burial that he deserves. Yeah, what an insane, like, it's not I'm your not, dad. It's somebody else. <laughs> That's what Where did this person come from? <laughs> oh, my God. Who are you? Uh, okay. He said, I want him to be a soldier. I want him to get what he needs. Now that we know he didn't abandon us, it makes us all feel better. It was what I expected. Uh, he said, he, well, he said. He said, it's, it's contagious. <laughs> Woo! He said his family's taking it very hard. He said when fiction becomes nonfiction, it changes the way you see the world. I mean, of course it does. You're sitting here thinking your mom's somehow involved. Because it's in your house that your family lived in. Yeah, it's like you're trading one trauma for another yeah. at this point. Yeah, so New York authorities were like, we are now treating this as a homicide. An autopsy did determine that it was his dad and that the skull was, in fact, fractured by blunt force trauma. But they were like, you know, this that doesn't mean that's the cause of death. That could mean that it happened after he was buried and maybe some, like, construction was done to the house or, like, digging and stuff like that. Okay. And so he goes on to tell them, this is almost a perfect crime, but I don't think I was supposed to find him. He said he has identified someone who might have had something to do with dad's death. Person's name is Richard Duress. Uh, Mom married him. He said, I'm trying to avoid pointing the finger at this point. And then Kevin Byer, I think, is the commander or was the commander of the Suffolk Police's Homicide Squad. They confirmed that duress was someone they wanted to talk to. So he said, the son said, I know that guy came into our lives down the road and it wasn't a good deal. On Facebook, duress identified himself as a long distance trucker who was injured on the job in 2012 and couldn't work. Police records show that he was a licensed hand radio operator licensed commercial pilot, and licensed gun owner in Florida. And his last Facebook post was 2012. He had been married to a woman who obtained a temporary order of protection against him in 2000 before he divorced, or they got divorced too. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was one of the court orders that forbid him from having any contact with this woman and to surrender any guns he had in his possession. So it was a pretty serious domestic violence order. Right, right. But he unfortunately died in Laredo, Texas at 77. So they couldn't really be like, hey, bud, we got to talk. Yeah. So. And I guess their mom is dead. Mm-hmm. So Dorothy married Duress in 1980, or they divorced in 1983. Okay. So he said that um, the mom had divorced him because she thought he was cheating on her. Mm-hmm. But he also said the mom who died of cancer 20 years ago may have known what happened. He says she doesn't come off smelling like a rose. No, I mean, exactly. He's buried in your basement. Right. 
And you didn't seem to even look for him when he disappeared. So, right. I mean, it would be hard to, for me to believe, too, that she wasn't involved. And she said as she got older, don't ask me these questions. It's not important anymore. Hmm? You let your kids grow up thinking their dad left them. Yeah. I mean, I guess we don't know what their marriage was like and that this could have been any kind of self-defense thing either. But at the same time, it doesn't seem like any of that's been right. And given the history or what goes on to happen with the guy she married, yeah. he does seem to have a pattern. Mm-hmm. So he said that Allegedly, he, right. opinion. Those are opinions. All on us. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and what do we know? Who, you know? who knows? <laughs> who knows? We have the IQ of <laughs> Einstein. Einstein. But he said that he, like, really begged her on her deathbed to just tell him. He was like, this doesn't change how I feel about you. You're still my mom. Please just tell me what happened. Yeah. Like, I've got to know. And she wouldn't. Mm-mm. Man. No. And um, it may be. But listen. Maybe she doesn't. She like, never reported him missing. Well, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. she didn't seem to care when he went missing. Yeah. I guess I just assumed she didn't report him missing. <laughs> yeah. But... They said, we really don't know who killed dad. And he was like, this is still considered an open case. You can contact the Suffolk County Homicide Squad at 631-852-6392. And Michael's sister, Jean, said, nobody will ever know what really happened. She said, we've had the gift of finding our father before we leave the earth. Prayed to the Lord every day to answer my prayer on where he could be. I'm happy that it's over. It's another chapter in our lives. So they were finally able to give him a proper burial after all of the DNA evidence and all of that stuff was done. They had more than 50 people there. They had a little bagpipe rendition of Amazing Grace. And then a fellow Korean war vet had a photo of him riding in a military vehicle with Marilyn Monroe. Oh, my gosh. I know. And then they gave the family an American flag. He was cremated and placed in a little wooden box. And he was finally laid to rest at Calverton National Cemetery, October 25th, 2019. Man. Isn't that wild? Well, I just, like, I wonder, was she there when he was murdered? Right. Was it planned? Mm-hmm. Was it not planned? Was it just that he and the other guy got in a fight? Was it self-defense? Right. Was there some history of mm-hmm. abuse? Or did she just, was she having an affair and wanted wanted him gone? Or did he come home to find the affair mm-hmm. and boyfriend came. Right. Was it an accident? Yeah. Or was it not an accident? Yeah. And then was she involved in the burial or did the guy just do it? Right. I mean, you dug in the house six to eight feet. That's a lot. That's a lot. Did the kids not question what was going on downstairs? Or were they all, I mean, the, the they youngest was two. Oh, gosh. Maybe they're all asleep. If she's playing on that swing set. In the middle of the night. Oh, my God. What a terrible. And then I'm like, if people had speculated about this for years, I just want to know why, like, what got them speculating? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that would tell us something. But yeah, who knows? Yeah. What stories did you all hear to make you say that? Oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And it's so sad. I know. To think that these kids grew up thinking their dad left them. He's literally right there. And he's right there in the basement the whole time. Yeah. Because no matter what the issues are between a husband and wife. Right. These are your kids. Right. And no matter what the marriage problems are, you you know your kids aren't a part of that. Exactly. And you would never, you know. Include the kids in that drama. Yeah. 
Oh, that's sad. Oh, God. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Well, I am glad they found him. And I'm glad they finally learned he mm-hmm. didn't. But now the, the whole thing is, is that you have to, whatever anger or abandonment issues or whatever that you've got. You now have a whole different slew. That's going to be undone. Yeah, right. That's going to be undone, sort of. But yep. then you've got, but on the other hand, my mother might have murdered my dad. Yeah. Or at least somehow been involved. And this horrible and man that came into our lives. And even on her deathbed, she wouldn't tell. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's just too awful. I guess. Because maybe she did see it happen. Maybe she held on to that for forever. Part of me, I was just about to say, so maybe she did feel guilty Uh because she could see how awful it was and she just couldn't admit Uh it. But that's still so self-serving. You're dying. Yeah, exactly. The one last act of love you could have had for your kids is to tell them what you know. Mm -hmm. Because who cares? You're dying. Right. Nobody's going to arrest you. But you could have done this for them. Mm-hmm. And yes, it means that now they know this awful thing you did. But like, right. yeah. you also, you help them so much. Yeah. You hurt yourself, but you help them. And you're exactly. their mom. That's what you should do. Yeah. <laughs> you should put them first. Yeah. Ugh. I hate it. I hate it so much. I know. Okay. But like, it sounds like a smaller community. Why wouldn't, I don't know. I mean, but it was also during that time that you don't speak of your neighbor's issues. Yeah. You just keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. But he disappeared. And he, yeah, we we all thought maybe he was in the basement. What do you mean? Nobody saw him go out for cigarettes. Okay. And that's that, guys. Oh, how terrible. So bad. Okay, now, Patreon shout Oh, gosh. I was trying to figure out real quick which ones would be the harder names and try to give them to you, but I can't. They're all over the place. I can't figure it out that quickly. All right. Do you want to start? Sure. Alexis Dunmore. Caitlin Totkus-Berry. Mm-hmm. Vanessa Malcolm. Orla Brady. Caitlin Aitman. Eight? Is there an I there? Or E-I-T. Aitman? Aitman? Aitman. Emily. Hey. Emily. It's just H-A-A-K-E. It shouldn't be that hard. No. Hey. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, Emily. Uh, see nope, ya. nope. She told us in the Facebook group, it's not Sienna. Oh, um, it's Shauna. Shauna. Penn. Penn. Like Sean Penn. Shauna. But not. Yeah. Man. Shauna Penn. How quickly after When I sent her her uh, stickers, I put like, Shauna, not Sienna. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cheryl Graham. Amanda Stanley. What an easy Shannon one. Shannon Hudson. Yeah, thanks, guys. Danielle Lowe. Amber Bauer. Janet Rodriguez. Julie Vogel. Brittany Hughes. Marilee O. Uh, Samantha Melbo. Meredith Ake. <laughs> Ashley Ward. Jacqueline Spence. I mean, overall, that was a really, that was an easier list of names than easier. I think we've yep. had in a while. Mm-hmm. So... Good job to all your parents. Thanks for <laughs> signing up with a good last name. I do enjoy those of you who are like, I basically only joined to hear how Just to hear it. And then I back that out. <laughs> it's so fun. Okay. Thank you all so much for being a part of our Patreon. Yeah. And thank you to everyone for listening to the podcast. We love you so much. Goodbye. 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 <laughs>